You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. All right, welcome to the Die Hard Podcast, where all we talk about is the greatest movie of all time, Die Hard, and its effect not only on our civilization, but civilization as a whole. In tonight's episode, we'll be discussing the 30th anniversary of Die Hard. Uh, we have Die Hard movies that were inspired by the original film. Uh, we have another great previously on, and our topic tonight will be getting the cops called on you. Get ready for it, guys. It's Christmas Eve in LA, <laughs> but a team of terrorists. You want money? What kind of terrorists are you? Who said we were terrorists? Have their own holiday plans. But the one thing they didn't plan on was New York cop John McClane. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? You really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? mother. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Lady, do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? <laughs> He's an easy guy to like. Welcome to the party, pal. And a hard man to kill. <laughs> Hans, Bobby. All right, welcome to another episode of Die Hard, episode five. I am your host, co-host, Matt Kahn, with Yippie Kai J. Hello. And welcoming back, Joey, hot, co- hot dog king <laughs> of Detroit. We yes. say hot Carl. Hot Carl. Hot Carl. <laughs> hot Carl. There we go. Yeah, you know, I was watching uh, Joey Chestnut represent over the 4th of July holiday. and Won it again. Won it again. There it is. Guy knows how to eat a dog. He knows how to eat everything. The guy holds so many records. For other food? Yeah. Like sushi. Uh, I'm just making things up right now. You don't know? (laughs) I know. He has a ton, though. Milk? (laughs) Yeah. I bet you could do the milk challenge. Yeah, there's some other guys that were doing – this one guy, uh, he was like – 32 habanero peppers that he oh, ate God. in like a matter of like four minutes. It's just disgusting. Or like 52 oysters. I mean, these guys are world champs. That's crazy. In their own profession. At eating. Jay, were you there that time we tried <laughs> to drink a gallon of milk in an hour? No. We, oh, God, no, I wasn't. Was terrible. No, but I've heard of that. You can't do it. No, you th- you'd think like, oh, yeah, well, you could. I could drink a lot of things in an hour, like a, a gallon of it, you know? So we were like, it was a Sunday, one of those hangover Sundays. And we're like, all right, let's do this. So we all go to the store. And it was our choice of chocolate milk or regular. What, you, what would you guys go with? I mean, I'd go with chocolate milk for sure. Nine Absolutely. out of nine Strawberry. Uh, <laughs> strawberry milk. <laughs> sick. So good. Sick. sick. <laughs> That's when you drink so much strawberry milk. Like, I never want to see a fucking strawberry again. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. So I picked the chocolate milk. And there's probably like seven of us doing this. And... Like we got, you're crushing it. Like this is the greatest, you know, to drink as much chocolate milk as you want. About three quarters through it, I'm in a ball on the floor, and we're like, uh, uh. and you, milk. You think oh, I'll just go, I'll pee it out, but milk, you don't pee out milk. It, yeah, it goes. You have to digest it like mm-hmm. it's food, which you don't realize when you get into it. It's just coating your stomach. Yeah, like two guys threw up, and then like, you just it basically ruined the whole day. Everybody <laughs> yeah, went home. Those and, are like, the worst. Like, yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we got a ton, a ton to talk about tonight. Yes, we do. Ton. This is Tell a us. huge Tell week. Us, man. A huge week for Die Hard. It is the 30th anniversary, 30 years. Uh, we should have had like horns or something like a 
We should have some, yeah. yeah. I thought they would have reached out to confetti, have us conf- yeah. somewhere to discuss this this monumental time, you know, being mm-hmm. the, the number one diehard podcast on Podcast Detroit. You know, somewhere Bruce Willis is sitting back having a cocktail, oh. knowing 30 years later and people are still talking. Still talking about, about this movie. And speaking of another another big thing happened too with Bruce Willis. He had a celebrity roast. Yes, he uh, last did. week it hasn't aired yet, but oh, they really? filmed it. Yeah, so they had some okay. teasers out there and some diehard stuff going on. He actually, the the commercial for it was him and the vent was actually in the scene that we're going to cover tonight. Yes, it is. Oddly enough, maybe when that airs, we should do a little uh, homage Ooh. and do a little roast as well. Oh, I like that. Ooh, Ooh roast, roast Kate. Up. Yeah. No. Huh? We're not roasting huh? me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's where. Yeah, that, I'll bury you in the ground. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. You don't want to start that. <laughs> Got go, Jay. Then Jay, you're getting roasted. All right, <laughs> that's so easy. And so I, so Jay corrected me. Jay actually had a stat that he had. What blew me away? I was like, Boom. he's like, uh, Die Hard opened 30 years ago on Friday. I'm like, actually, Jay, it was last week. And he called fires back. Actually. The limited release was last week. The full release was this. Oh. I was like, oh, dang. Dang, yeah. I did hear that they were talking about it on a local radio station here in Detroit, 97 won the ticket, a little plug for them. Oh. Um, they were talking about it last week. I was going to text you guys, but I totally forgot. They were talking about it too, and they said the same thing, that it was Sunday. So then I knew the 30th anniversary was coming up, so I just Googled it, and it said uh, – Said what the fifteenth? No, no. Yeah, the fifteenth, first time, and then the twenty second. Yeah, so when it full came, time. Yeah, when it came up, it came up the twenty second, and then yeah. come up the fifteenth. So that's how I caught it. I think they do that a little bit of like they're, they're giving a little tester. Okay, they're hoping a lot of times these movies. I don't think there was a lot, a ton of hype going into it, so they throw out in, the, in special locations, you know, special cities, and then it builds up some hype for the following week. Okay, it's kind of another. It's a marketing campaign. Okay. I, I know what's going on. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah I'm with it. it. I'm with it. So just was not paying attention when you were saying all that. You you, you blanked on me. Just <laughs> yeah, I just blanked. I totally just blanked. Cause I gave me the blank look. <laughs> great. So what were the movies? What movies did it open against? Did we have that? I know it had. Uh, I know we had the 1988 movies. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure. Of? Like that week of. Yeah, I'm not I don't sure know either. what that would have been, but in the, the uh, year of 19. 19- 88, there were some strong movies that was there. 88 was a good year. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I did have that, and I don't know what I did with it. I was giving myself an extra minute by asking you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, like, so over a couple of them. So, like, what? Coming to movie, coming to America. Like, that no. is, that's a strong. That was the top one. That's yeah. a strong movie. That was probably the gem outside of the uh, Die Hard class right there. Oh, oh. Number two, maybe. Oh, yeah, I got it. The top two big movies that were, so the limited release. This is from memory, guys. So wow. Take your ginseng. The limited release <laughs> went up against uh, uh, A Fish Called Wanda, which was a pretty decent hit for, for the 80s. Uh-huh. And then for the full-blown one, Caddyshack 2. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Which, talk about a disappointment yeah, for a sequel. It's huge disappointment. Caddyshack, maybe one of the funniest movies of all time. Yeah, you can't, yeah. The Wait, second what, was just When did the first turn. one come out? What year was? 70, 78 okay. or 80. I think 80. Okay, I was going to say 79 or so, but I was like, it was in the 70s, but it might have, yeah, I think. It was yeah. right in there, 80, something like that. I think it was 80. Okay. But yeah, some <laughs> serious movies came out that year. Big, um, Beetlejuice. Uh, Willow. 
Willow still creeps me out. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Tom Cruise brought it with Cocktail. Cocktail. Yeah. Which came out the, in the same month. Same month. Okay. Yeah. So it was a big month for movies. Killer oh. Clowns of Outer Space came out. That was a that was a it's crazy a messed up movie. Yeah. Oh, another oh. one that came out the week after Die Hard. License to Drive with the Corys. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Corey and Corey. Yeah. Man, talk about Corey. Talk about two dudes. In their prime. Pinnacle. Yeah. Just making it rain. All right. So, like, I would, that would be fun to hang out with those two dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, especially that. Yeah. Wow. Who would you rather have hung out with? Because they were very distinct, even though they shared a name. Um, I feel like Corey Feldman would have been hanging out both together. I feel like, like Corey Feldman didn't have to put the work in with the ladies as yeah. much as Corey Haim. Corey Haim's going to talk it. He's going to like, I got to lay some groundwork. Yeah. Corey yeah. Feldman just had his shades on. He's, he's like, just like, yeah, I'm cool. That's cool. I got this uh, yeah. turquoise jacket on. <laughs> I'm like the 80s James Dean. Yeah, he had it. Yeah. And man, did he fall off big time. Oh, Dude, imagine how just just the night scene with that, staying up three, four, five in the morning, not even going to bed, just powdering your nose every day, <laughs> right? You know, stuff like that. Like, those dudes brought it. I think about Dude. Corey Haim is just, if I think of him, I think of like a feather earring. Like, is that, <laughs> oh, it seems yeah. like he always had a feather earring. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And it, that hit their girlfriend or the girl they liked in that movie, uh, Mercedes. If you recall that, I don't recall. I don't actually. I don't I do recall, recall the movie. I do recall. Yes. Yeah. Not gonna lie. Yes. I don't recall the movie at all. It's a it's fantastic coming of age story. Okay. Basically, these two guys uh, they take the car out after failing their driver's test. They still take the car out. Don't tell the parents. And they, it's like a sweet ass car, and they damage mm-hmm. the car all up, and then. Oh, the 80s movies were yeah. the best. Real it's simple, just, just, but... Yeah. The other just two great. honorable mentions, I will say, are uh, Naked Gun. That came mm-hmm. out there? Yeah. Oh, and uh, movie Twins, right? Oh. Come on. All right. So those are... those are. I mean, you're talking about 1988, yeah. pound for pound. That I mean, that's pretty strong. And you got Die Hard being the, the jewel, the yeah. crown jewel. That's still talked about. That's still talked about. Kate, have you mm-hmm. heard of any of these movies? Yes. Okay. You're a little younger now, so I didn't know if we're talking. I mean, I have parents. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. They rewatch them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. I thought you were going to say good. I have Turner Classic. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Bloodsport came out in 88? Yeah. It did. Dude, but, Speaking oh, of classic. Did you say The Great Outdoors? That's a funny-ass movie. Yeah. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Oh, classic. Some good stuff. Yeah. Um, so not only the movies that year, I don't know why this one, oh, this has, this ranking is too, is the most popular feature films. I don't know. How do they, how do they say if it's popular? Oh, by votes. Oh, IMDb. Yeah, it was IMDb rankings. So they ranked it the number one in 1988. That's fantastic. So do I. Absolutely. Beetlejuice came in the second. I agree with that. I mean... How funny do you guys? I'd like coming to America. But how funny do you think coming to America is? All right, I'm not gonna lie. That's that's up there for me. The, the Prince Hakeem character. Oh yeah. Come on. Okay. Come on. That that's it, that's pretty funny stuff. Right yeah. There. Where did where did they rate that movie at? Number four. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Jay, my ha- hand was over top. <laughs> my hand was over because I was. How many? Times? Who framed Roger Rabbit came in at eight? That like. Yeah, Willow the, beat it. Yeah. Well. Great Outdoors is behind that? Are you kidding me? Cocktails is behind that? Jay, how many times have you seen Heathers? <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> you seem like a big Heathers fan. Oh, I love it. I mean, yeah. 
We're going to do a podcast on that, right? Yeah, yeah, right after this. So not only was it big that year, but it was so big that for the next several decades, movies have have made have knocked it off. Basically, pretty mm-hmm. much stolen the full story and just changed up a few of the topics. We've seen that most recently with the Rocks movie. The, um, was it the Tower? The to- uh, the, yeah, skyscraper. Yeah, skyscraper. Yeah, heard bad bad reviews. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard anything. Is it out yet? Yeah, it's out. Yeah, okay. it did well, but they were just like, dude, it's just straight up ripoff. Like, just, yeah. He's well, ex- from, the, from the preview, from the trailer, it looks like it. Yeah, yeah. His name was John McDane. <laughs> 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 they, all the way, they didn't change much of that. Oh, that was good. So we, we also found a good list. Minimal of- effort. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we found a list. Who wants to go, go through the list of the movies that we'd call Die Hard knockoffs? Die Hard Two, Under Siege, uh, Cliffhanger, Speed, uh, Passenger Fifty Seven. Can Can Jay yeah. read what? Yeah, <laughs> no, I was skipping one. Cause I skipped one because I'm trying to. I'm trying Picking to figure the easy out. words. No, it's because some of them I'm just like I don't even remember seeing. Like The Rock. The Rock, you know, The Rock. I mean, I actually, out of all these movies, that's probably one of my favorites. You know, just escape escaping from Alcatraz. Yeah, your boy, yeah. Uh, your boy, Nick Cage. Right, you got a good impression of Nick Cage. Hey, I yeah. gotta get off this rock. There you go. There you <laughs> there go. <it> is. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, we have Die Hard Two, Under Siege, Passenger Fifty Seven, Cliffhanger, Speed, Sudden Death, Executive Decision, The Rock, Air Force One. Two of those are. Steven Seagal movies. I'm telling you, I think he's one of those icons of those action type movies that are cheesy as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, it, cheesy, you know, have just like unnecessary boob scenes oh, okay. and, yeah, and, and all of that, right? And yeah. he was trying to be the cool guy too. The ponytail. Like, yeah, kind of like, I'm not going to lie. I liked him. I, I liked too. him. I, I mean, he's weird now. He weirded out. He got really weird now. <laughs> that Komodo. He's one uh, that I think like he he like squinted his eyes on. Per- like he naturally didn't have squinted eyes, but he was always squinting them because he thought he looked cooler. Yeah, and he talked really low. Yeah. So what of all these? What 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 do you think is the best one? I mean, Under Siege. Like, I want to knock it now just because he's so weird. Yeah. But I love that when that came out. That and Speed. I mean. So if we go through this, we have Die Hard 2 is an airport. Under Siege is a... Train? Uh, Under Siege 2 is a train. Under Siege. Uh, it's a uh, sub, submarine. 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 Under, yeah, yep, 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 yep. Passenger 57 is a plane. Cliffhanger is a mountain, mountain range. Mountain. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Speed's a bus. I don't know what sudden death Sudden is. death. Uh, you know, the main scene at the end was in a hockey rink, the, the P- oh. Pittsburgh Penguins hockey rink. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Dresses up as a goalie of all things. I think that's what oh. it was. And like some terrorists, a lot of these things have something to do with terrorists, Dude, right? He's Obviously. Pro- it's probably his idea to be goalie because he can do the splits. Any chance he gets Not to do the stop. splits. It's just one of those things. I have to do that I'm gonna do the to splits. show up because I can. Yeah. Right? It's like John Travolta dancing in all his movies. <laughs> yeah. Dan like, as long as I get my splits. <laughs> Going on on Oprah, just dancing right out there. <laughs> what was executive decision? Yeah, I don't remember. That had something to do with like a not a stealth bomber or something like that. It was, okay. Again, it was like I think it was another terrorist kind of a thing. I don't remember that movie. Kurt Russell and Steven Seagal, like Kurt oh, Russell. Russell was yeah, it? Yeah, Kurt Russell. Really? Was in that. Oh, I don't mind that guy one bit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Wait so like, did you get hooked when uh, Overboard? Right? Oh, like, yeah. Since Overboard, yeah. so good, man. <laughs> yeah, 
Captain Ron. Captain, oh, yeah, he's, he's the best. <laughs> he was like, uh, he was like Patrick Swayze, but for guys. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll you know what I mean? That. Yeah. Uh, I liked Patrick Swayze. <laughs> so were you crazy? You were crazy for Swayze there? Yeah. I just felt like I had to say Big that. Big fan right yeah. there. Wow. Dirty Dancing, I, that's the only one. The like, ghost. ghost. Yeah. yeah. What other movies was he in? I have had a hankering to watch Dirty Dancing. I don't know what it is. Okay. But the, I don't, I've just I told Kim, like, let's, let's watch that pretty soon. Of, just out of the, the blue. You just yeah. Said, okay. I heard a couple songs on, like, on Pandora. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's your... What's your Pandora station like? <laughs> Not, no, it was my Pandora. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Sweating in the oldies. <laughs> my, pa- my Pandora station of uh, 80s summer camps. Okay. 80s love ballads. <laughs> yeah, power ballads. Um, and That's then not even power ballads on those. Air Force One is Air Force One's plane. Harrison so. Ford. Yeah. You know what? I, I think the worst one out of all these is sudden death. Like, yeah, talk about Jean Claude Van Damme in the peak. You're talking mm-hmm. guys in their peak, right? Yeah. I mean, for that time, yeah, he was good. But like between sudden death and time cop, Ooh, those were true. some duds. Yeah, the, a lot of these guys. Somewhat. This may be a lot of their best action work right here. Wesley, man, all these guys really fell off. Seagull, uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. Keanu's hung. You know what? Keanu's pretty He's, badass. Yeah, he came back with um, uh, John John Wick. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. If he, he makes solid decisions. If he was like my kid's friend, I'd say, go ahead, you can hang out with Keanu. He seems to make good decisions. Like his movies are never terrible. Not all of them are, are winners, but, yeah. you know. I mean, he definitely, what was his first role? That was, um, uh, oh, Parenthood? No, 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 no. Where did he, uh, went back in time with, um. Walk in the Clouds? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was the 80s when, uh. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Yes. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That was a good one. Actually, the Bill and Ted's he, Bogus Journey was a pretty decent sequel. Oh, that was good. It was funny. Yeah. You know. Is it Beethoven to the mall? Yeah, death. <laughs> death playing battle, uh, playing the board games was so damn funny. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like twiddle swing. Nice. It was so good. That was good. Uh, let's let's just say battle royale. All these guys. We're gonna throw uh, McLean in there too. Who who do you think comes out? Who do you think's the toughest guy in this bunch? You got Stallone, Snipes, Seagal, Van Damme, Sh- <laughs> Sean Connery. I don't know. <laughs> can... And Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. I don't know. I don't think he can fight. I think he gets mad. I don't think he can fight though. I, I would say that the biggest, I mean, if battle royale, are we talking weapons or no weapons? No weapons. You got to go hands down. Steven Seagal. Is he legit? Yeah. I mean, he's legit. In right? real life? He's yeah, legit. he's legit in real life. Yeah, right? well, he knows his stuff. Well, he does that crazy, it's not karate. It's that he does, what is ah, that martial art he does where it's like your hands is like grappling or whatever. Do you no, no, no. They, it's, it's a crazy name, but everyone kind of makes fun of them for it because uh, it's supposed to be like one of the most like pussy ones. Is that when you use the other person's force against them? Kind of. Sure. <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> I think I know that. Yeah. I don't know. That I just heard one. Rogan just dogging it. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, he Van Damme. Is Van Damme legit? Does he know karate? Yeah, he's legit sort? too. The, yeah. Those two guys were the, were the shit for their time, right? For that era, that niche, right? Those two guys had it on the lockdown. So maybe let's take I, them out because they've they've actually had some fight, like fighting Stallone. training. I'm going Stallone, yeah, because his boxing stuff. Boxing. He's only like I five mean, six though. Yeah, he's a. He's, he's, I mean, he's, which, he's, you know. I'll, I'll go Stallone. I'll, I'll buy that. I'll go Wesley Snipes after that. I go John McClane right right after that. Okay. Wesley Snipes. I mean, he was a badass in Blade. 
Yeah, I don't know his. I don't know. He's 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 definitely fit. Yeah, but maybe the most fit out of the people left. Yeah. But I I don't know. Maybe he's he's gets nervous. I don't. I haven't seen him really go at it. <laughs> yeah, but definitely not Harrison Ford. He's no. he's, he's, a he's the bottom. Sport. He's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's the bottom. Of the and he doesn't give a shit about that. He's yeah. like, yeah, I'll be at the bottom. I don't care. He's like wasted. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's take uh, let's take Snipes and uh, McLean. I guess right. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's good. Absolutely. Stallone. 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 Snipes. Stallone. I'm about to say that. Yeah, because he was badass in Rambo. Yeah. He's definitely had more opportunities to even learn to fight. Like, he knows set. weapons. He he's, knows. he's got a lot of a uh, lot of experience. Rambo three came out in eighty eight. Yeah. So he's already got two on uh, two movies before all this Ooh. came out. Yeah. Oh, in the last Rambo that came out, did you guys see that one when he just starts gunning people down? There was like a kill scene where it was like five hundred people and died what? in it. Like a recent new one or like yeah a new well one it came out probably like maybe 10 years ago no nah, maybe not that long ago oh, oh somewhere so around there oh you haven't seen it oh no. it's bloody right oh yeah <laughs> is there's like this he jumps on behind this jeep and there's this you know those whatever the gun that's on like a gatlin every, gun sure it's like a gatlin <laughs> gun but it's not in the back of a jeep you know you see like a um like terrorist yeah, around yeah. it <laughs> and you just it's it's for like eight minutes and he's just spraying it's like okay oh, is this man. gonna end no it just keeps going and going it's like a five minute of him five just minutes spraying. Just, yeah that would be just cutting people in half with the bullets just, that's gotta be a rush to sit on one of those like gatlin guns on oh, like yeah. a air force carrier or whatever those are where you just you put the thing on your shoulder oh and yeah you're just like just sitting in a chair swinging <laughs> and just mowing people and planes down just right. i'd be you screaming the whole time too <laughs> 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 not even listening to like your captain yeah. or whoever i'm sure you have like headphones on or something someone's giving you orders and stuff you just right. take that off like no everybody, i got this everybody's like damn it con <laughs> they gotta take their headphones off because they can't hear anything over yeah. there yelling they're like you got him stop you got it bud you got it that plane went down five minutes hey, ago cool it, man. so <laughs> sorry let's uh <laughs> let's get to a little bit of uh i guess last week i think there's no better way to to get to last week than probably a previously on mm, mm-hmm. and everybody really loved the way joe delivered that so we're gonna we're gonna fire one back he hasn't seen this yet so here we go all right, you guys ready? We're ready. Here we go. <laughs> Previously on Die Hard. Carl's brother passes away unexpectedly while falling down a set of metal stairs after being repeatedly told not to wrestle by the doorway. Carl's brother will be most remembered for his predictable yet nicely iron-matching 600-count sweatpants <laughs> and also being the last person <laughs> in his crew to still fall for the <laughs> what's a dick for joke. <laughs> Carl's brother nicknamed Wiener Leaner because of how he stood against the kitchen counter. Carl's brother is survived by Carl. Meanwhile, John McClane dealt with difficult <laughs> childhood memories about his sister Janet. <laughs> Who currently <laughs> who currently works at Ruby Tuesdays and a plastic form injection shop during the day and there's <laughs> still ongoing rumors of her being the 
the frozen hot dog girl <laughs> from middle school. <laughs> Will John move from his tortured family past and settled on his own family? Will Carl find a new brother? We'll find out in an all-new Die Hard. Okay. Wow. Oh, my oh God. man. Ah, Nicely that, done. That got wow. me. Got him that you, time. you got me that time. Wow. That's the first one. Woo. Wiener leaner. Wow. Wiener leaner. There's, a, there's this guy at work I kept calling a wiener leaner. <laughs> ever try to start like a really like strange rumor about somebody? Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, you ever notice he just leans on the walls up with his crotch? <laughs> Man, you even threw a what's a dick for joke on there. <laughs> that hasn't worked in probably like 20 no, years, man. For Carl's brother. <laughs> yeah. Shithead. <laughs> what a shithead. Oh, man. All bad. right. Well, quick recap of, of last week. So basically where we ended off, as we mentioned, uh, Carl's brother dies. And that's mm-hmm. the first uh, – John's first killing came by falling downstairs, the weakest way to go in a diehard action <laughs> flick. Um, and he sends him down the the elevator with a message that, you know, he has a machine gun sending that to the other terrorists, including Hans and uh, Carl's brother, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and Hans shows no emotion. He does not care. He's just so pissed that he's – Carl's lost. Yeah, he's all. like, you better not screw this plan up. No. And uh, but meanwhile, which we didn't cover is so when John sent him down the elevator, he uh, he then hopped up and hid above the elevator, um, so he could still see what was going down in there. So he was like standing on top of the elevator, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of gets a little bit of intel. He takes some notes, writes on his arms. Um, we'll go into detail, but just high level. He goes back upstairs. He makes a phone call to the police, calling the cops, which we'll talk a little bit more about getting the cops called on us. Um. They send Carl and the boys and the gang up to find McLean. They figure he's somebody's on the roof. They go sh- trying to shoot him up and everything like that. John co- makes it back downstairs. Uh, the cops come. And I think that's kind of where, I mean, the high level, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Did I skip anything? No. no I think you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Real quick on that one. But let's talk about the resourcefulness of John McLean. Right. So, right. So in their right mind, in that situation, you got terrorists, you're on the top of a elevator right you got the the guys trying to kill you two feet below you and he's cool as a cucumber just writing down their names oh, yeah. right on his arm yeah. right i mean where the hell did they get the pen right that he's steal from carl's brother carl's brother stoned in the van again <laughs> take that marker away from him comes back with marker on his face yeah. he definitely huffed paint Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a paint. He's a paint. It's the same right. marker. He got a mustache drawn on him <laughs> like, from the from the heist bank heist they did about three months yeah. ago in France. The night before, yeah, he passed out drunk. They drew a mustache and a dick on his head, <laughs> and they threw the marker on the ground. He woke up. He's like, "Ah, oh, real cool, guys." Cool. He's like, "Oh, marker. I'll keep <laughs> that." But that he probably had it in his sock for a while. Oh yeah. Uh, so, so oh shoot, what was I going to say there? Wait, what, what was your last thought? I had an idea. But just with the resourcefulness? Oh, yeah. So, no, he writes that on his on his arm, and this was just a goof that they left in the movie. It's actually gone in, like, the next scene. So he, he writes it in Magic oh. Marker, and it's immediately oh, yeah. gone oh, in the yeah. next scene. Huh. So, oops, editors, you missed that check one. That. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Yeah, and, and also in this, too, he has, like, straight red blood on his hands and everything from uh, from fighting with Carl's brother. But it... It doesn't dry like <laughs> regular blood. You know, it's, it's still like regular blood just kind of dries. His is just like just deep red and it doesn't get on anything. It's like the, it's, yeah, it's like angel blood, I'd assume. 
Well, talking about blood. All right. So later on in the scene in the in our segment, right? So when uh, Takagi gets shot, right? He's in the he's on the floor, blood's everywhere, right? You would think, and then. The one guy had to go clean it up, right? Uh, Hans is like, "Hey, you, you clean it up, right?" Mm -hmm. He's probably lower than Carl's brother on the totem pole, but, yeah. he, but well, he's got to clean it up. But when John goes back up, he just sees a small little pool of blood. You would think there'd yeah. be a lot more. Think, oh yeah, shot in the dome. It's, yeah, yeah it's, everywhere. Yeah, you bleed out. Right. <laughs> it's like a Gallagher scene right there, just all over the place. <laughs> yeah, smashing the watermelon. So, uh, and then they, they, they show him like the elevator goes up. That was always kind of a cool scene because he's there and it, the elevator's just screaming up oh, to yeah. the top of the building. And he's like looking around and then all of a sudden he realizes that he's about to get squished. Cat like reflexes. Oh, man. Kind of like it though. Like, hey, you wouldn't, I'm not, if I'm on top of an elevator inside of that next to the cables, like I'm not standing up. I'm like yeah. getting as small as possible. Yeah. Right. And you better hope you choose wisely and go. Yeah. To the right area. You better hope you zig, not zag. <laughs> yeah. It might be, that might be an early one. They'll be searching for – they would never find him if he got killed above that elevator. Like they'd be terrorists be looking for him for like days. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they would never, they, I don't know. He left. He's gone. <laughs> He's, yeah. he's got a machine gun because of Carl's brother. He's out here somewhere, so, right? And then, they, and then the, the building gets back to normal. They re, they rebuild everything. And they're like, there's a fucking smell it's, coming yeah, from the elevator shaft. What is that? It's yeah. a corpse up there. <laughs> McLean, just a, just a sweaty, dirty tank top. That's it. <laughs> Sick. Um, so he makes it up there. And also, too, they, I don't, I, I, I'd say that Silence of the Lambs – if you've seen that one, they also have a scene. That's how Hannibal escapes at the end is mm -hmm. he gets up in the elevator thing. So a little rip there too. Another, another way. Another that, copycat right yeah, there. Yeah. Another inspired moment as well. Yeah. So he gets out of there. Now he's kind of moving through the air vents. And uh, so we see a cool part here where he – we see boobs, number two. Number two. Mm -hmm. Boom. And Boob uh, two. this guy's – you guys – I'm going to blow your mind again with this. All right, bring it. Let's see it. Blow it. So. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, wait a minute. Huh? Um, I got two ways to blow, blow it right now because there's two facts that I got out of this, that, that moment. You want the good one or the better or the really good one? Let's build it up. Let's, yeah. let's make it to okay. a, a nice crescendo here. All right. Let's, Go we'll for talk, it. We'll talk about it. We'll continue with the boobs. Uh, so that's number two, and then we actually see him again because McLean passes he him passes again it the each time, time. Right? He pats he pats them as a way of like you know, yeah. just being a hornball in LA. He can't handle water. it. Might be like a like a Notre Dame football play, like a champion oh, today, oh, yeah, just yeah. like a nice little pat, like to get going. Yeah, he's easily distracted by women. This McLean character, isn't he? Uh -huh. He can't help but uh, no. He always turns. He always looks over his shoulder. Yeah. Whenever, yeah. Uh, and maybe that's because there were three former. Playmates in this movie. Stop. What? Yeah. Three former playmates. Okay. Yeah, we have here uh Pamela. She's Pamela Stein. She's a uh, November 1987. Pin up. She's actually the gal in the in the in the picture. In, in the, the scene. calendar. Okay. Yep. So uh, we see that. Kim Malin, uh, she's a 1982. She is the one they walk in on. She's the live action neuter. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we see hers, boobs. Uh, and then uh, the gal in the airport that runs through in the very beginning that runs and hugs her uh, whoever. Really? Oh, and the jump, yeah, the jump hug. She is also, that's Terry Lynn Doss. And uh, she's also a playmate. Ooh, yikes. So, yikes. Yeah. It, when you think Dyer couldn't get better, it just <laughs> got better again. When was the first time you guys saw Playboy? That's what I wanted to ask you guys. That's Ooh. normal talk, right? Normal talk. Yeah. 
Um, I can't. I don't. I don't remember. I remember like the first Playboy that just like beyond blew my mind. The first Pamela Anderson one. Oh yeah, I was like nineties, nineties, something nineties. Yeah, I was. I was like in middle school. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like nine. Yeah, ninety three, ninety four. Okay. But prior to that, I don't. I mean, I did, but it would, it would be just like you're right. Buddy's house and they're passing it around. Yeah, maybe that I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it's like it's a good question. I, I, for me, I gosh, it was so even like a base. You know, like I didn't know if you know this, but Playboy had their own like baseball cards, collectible cards, really? right? So I think that's kind of where it was being at a card show and there's, just seeing them there. You know, getting a pack and just seeing what was up. They're like naked women on these cards. That's typically what Playboy does. Yeah, they yeah. Naked, that, oh, that Matt, yeah, ba- they base, they're <laughs> playing baseball naked. Well, that, yeah, well, that, that would be pretty cool. But cool. but baseball cards, as you know, collectible cards. Yeah, right. Okay. Straight out of yeah. a pack, and yeah. that's what it was. They had like packs of them. So yeah. I think that would be maybe the okay. uh, my intro. I guess you could say. I I actually got a good playbook. Okay, I remember. Oh, now. Yeah, here, we oh, here, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Remember, I remember going to like the bookstores in the mall. Whatever those, you know, the bookstores that yeah. were in the mall. Whatever, whatever they were called. They were Barnes and Noble, but yeah, they were like smaller, shitty. Ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was always, you know, they had the play, <laughs> they had the Playboy like in the top corner, but it was in plastic. But there oh, was yeah. always one ripped open or whatever. Yeah. So I used to grab, I used to grab that Playboy and then, you know, obviously look around, make sure no one's looking, grab the Playboy, but then I would grab like the Beckett or something Oh, and I'll put it like in between Oh, yeah. and it would be like, I was looking at the Beckett, but I was really looking at the Playboy. I used to, I, yeah, I did that. It's like, God, (laughs) Jay loves that Beckett, (laughs) that Beckett cards. Hey, but what are you doing in the bathroom with the Beckett again? (laughs) No, this was at the bookstore. I would be just sitting there looking at it. <laughs> All right, so then who, who, would you, who would you say then would be the most famous playmate then? All right, so we got the, the only ones that come to mind. Obviously, you got a, your Marilyn Monroe's, right? right? But then, mm-hmm. you know, you, you kind of mentioned the Pam Andersons. You got your Anna Nicole Smith's RIP, oh, yeah. right? Rest oh, in peace. Uh, so, I mean, you got stuff like that, right? I mean, whenever um, – or Jenny McCarthy, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever she yeah. wasn't – She's not making out with Donnie Wahlberg on uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. Just getting like real uh, awkward with it, right? Um, yeah. So you got that. But here's a question. We, we talked about um, who framed Roger Rabbit earlier, right? Mm-hmm. So would Jessica Rabbit, that character, right? You know, some say is the hottest cartoon character ever yeah, created. Yeah. Yeah, would so. she be what? ranked in a Playboy I capacity would- too? That's a great question. Yeah. I I would yeah, I would see that yeah, probably. Yeah. Absolutely. I think I'd be curious, yeah. See you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I was always partial a little bit to Betty Boop just cuz I All right, yeah. Maybe I, I, I can see there. that. I can see that. I felt like I'd have a better shot at her, you know. <laughs> just kind of dead see her. Yeah. Have a, just have a drink, Betty. See you. Want to see my uh see my room? All right. <laughs> Oh, it's bad to bad time for these jokes. Uh, oh, the meat. No. Oh, Ow. hashtag. It's a cartoon, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, hashtag. You know, the, the kid, I remember in second grade, these kids, first grade, first or second, they're like, uh, do you like play? I didn't even know what it was. They're like, do you like older kids? They're like, do you like Playboy or Playgirl? 
I'm like, oh. I'm like, I don't really he's, know. He's tricking you right yeah, there. Yeah, I do. Right, I can see what he says. And right. I felt the weight of it, too. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> I got a 50-50. But it's can't, it can't be this obvious, can it? Yeah. You know, play, obviously, Playgirl would be the one you'd want to say. <laughs> right. I just tried to dodge it, though. I don't know. I, I like them both. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know what's great? Airport, uh, airport Billy's dad had a stack of them from the 70s. Okay. So me and Billy thought we could uh, sell them, but we had to, like, lie low first after stealing them from him. Really? So we had to, like, we buried them in, uh, uh, in the woods in, like, somebody's compost pile. <laughs> and they were just, like, rotted in a week when we went uh, back to sell them. Yeah. It was actually unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, I like how we kept the 70s ones. Yeah, like Is the it, collectors. Or yeah, like, sort. buy some new ones. Yeah, they come out every month. Oh, <laughs> uh, that would have been funny if you're like, I, no, nah, I didn't see a Playboy first. I saw Penthouse first. Oh, yeah. Like something real, either, yeah. Guzzler or something real, real dark. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> uh, so here's the second part. That poster that he slaps, that whole, that whole sequence of slapping the poster, you know, you said from like uh, Notre Dame. It's mm-hmm. actually f- a reference to a movie called Run Silent, Run Deep. And that they do that. So a movie from the 50s. And I only know this because I was watching, like okay. doing some trivia stuff. Damn. Guess what the movie's <laughs> about, guys? I'll uh, tell you. Why don't you tell us? Enlighten us. It's a U.S. sub commander obsessed with sinking a certain Japanese ship. But first, Shit. butts heads with his officer and crew. The Japanese ships come back. Red, what is going on? Here? Red Castle. Wow. Red Castle. Back again. Yes. If you haven't wow. listened to it, go back to episode four. We yes. explain the whole situation in episode four and the whole tie-ins to, to Pearl Harbor uh, and Joe Takaki and Arigato. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the, the password? Yeah. Yeah. So this there's so many layers to this movie that we're peeling back right now. I found that out today and I, I couldn't do much after. I just sat there. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> sat there and thought about it for a while. Like it's all a conspiracy. <laughs> it's all, yeah. <laughs> Everything's Uh-oh. about about Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Uh, we also, I don't know if you guys noticed this in this little 10, ten minute segment they were watching, but, uh, Ellis and Holly are talking. Yeah. And, uh, he, he's like, what's going on? And Holly's like, it's John or something like that. And Ellis is like, oh, he's going to fuck it up. Yeah. He hopes he fucks it up yeah. so he can yeah. go in for the kill even more. You yeah, have that Holly. date night he's been trying yeah. to set up and make it happen. Bree in my trunk. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. smoked Gouda. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to bring out. But what I found, so this is what I realized though when I'm watching this. This is, this is an interesting thing too. And I don't want to get into this because now, but the way he's positioned, he's like down behind her and talking yeah. like on her shoulder. Very yeah. strange. Like very cowardly for one. But then I'm like, is he supposed to be like kind of the devil on Holly's shoulder? As oh. You know, that, that there's that part. And then there's also in the beginning, he's like, show her the watch. He kind of represents like greed. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, like, maybe he is in, even real in some ways. Maybe it's just Holly's greed since she moved out to the West Coast. Well, I mean, okay. what, what, what if, what if, wow, what, watch it again. What if Ellis doesn't, you could play that whole movie and him not even exist. I mean, I guess other than the scene that he gets killed, right? But wouldn't that be yeah. interesting? Right? Yeah. Like, what major role does he do? He doesn't. He's too much. Nothing. Doesn't change anything. No, no. just the devil on the shoulder. He You're gets blowing in the my way. mind right now. Am I blowing your mind? Yeah, I'm. Oh, good. Yeah, that was I'm the thinking, point. It's a couple mind blows already. Gosh, Boom. damn. You wanted to roll. get blown. <laughs> yeah. You were, you and it. you, you got blown. And yep. And you, never Matt mind. delivers. Yeah. In that part, <laughs> and he always blows. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, he 
after that, so John gets up to the roof. He he makes the walkie-talkie call. He gets the yep. 911. What, what does he say? What does he say in that call? He's like, no shit, lady, we order a pizza? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. That was good. That we, which you hear from the beginning. Uh, no, you know what? I said that wrong. He says, no fucking shit, lady. <laughs> yeah. And uh, is, is fucking and shit the best swear combo out shit. there? Yeah. It's pretty solid, right? You fucking can't, yeah. Shit. Yeah, you yeah. can't. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I mean, just have to. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of what's better than that, you bastard bitch. Yeah, that doesn't have the same thing. No, that's Carl. That's Carl's uh, brother kind of talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's weak sauce. That's yeah. weak. Watch too much TV stuff <laughs> after he's huffing the pen. Yeah, I think uh, I think fucking shit's great. If you if you're ever like ah fucking shit, fucking shit, it can be soft. It can be a little bit harder, I suppose. In this case, that's a great combo. I don't think there's anything better. But he talks to this operator lady and, you know, he's like, no shit, what am I ordering pizza? So he throws in sarcasm in a very serious moment like that. I'm sure they appreciate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he's uh, he's like, quit jerking me off on the radio. <laughs> and so he's just like, hey, maybe just cool it a little bit with the language. Just try to connect with her. Try to just sell the fact that you do need help and you're not just Well, well it's weird because the operator, she did say, she goes, this is the second time we've got a call from this. You know, and she was seemed annoyed by it. Yeah, but like, hey, two times, and the guy's like freaking out. Like, check it. I'm like, might want to, might yeah. send more than just one squad car. Yeah, exactly. And and then she hears the gunshots, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but the gunshots go off. She's on the phone. She mm-hmm. hears it from from John's walkie-talkie, and then she has to rip hers off because it hurt her ears up. And I was like, does a gunshot, is that going to do that through a phone, through a walkie-talkie line? Like, can the uh-huh. volume go up at all? Ooh, that's a Mythbusters know, but, episode. Yeah, oh, there you go. Good call. But, but even if it did, I mean, you think like, all right, that's legit shit, right? You yeah. think it might think it's a couple kids pranking them, you know, but then when you hear that, you got to think it's something's up. Yeah. And pranking, like, and that's what they're like, they think it's a prank, but the guy's obviously, he's not a kid. Like, you, have, what kind of loser still, like, makes those kind of calls at John's age? You right. Know? Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to hang in. I got a bunch of numbers. I got a crank call tonight. <laughs> right, right, right. Maybe I'll hang out with you guys tomorrow night. Yeah. And they called 911, too. Yeah. And to make an like, elaborate thing of, like, a Nagatomi Tower, right? To make yeah. this whole thing. I mean, if you think it's like, hey, somebody threw a bag of shit on my neighbor's lawn, you know, yeah. like, front doorstep, right? I mean, something like that. It's Christmas Eve. Like, nah, it's not... It's not Halloween Eve. Right. Devil's Night. Devil's Night. <laughs> Other places in the Devil's Night's a Detroit thing. But Angel's Night now. Angel's, Angel's Night. Angel's Night yeah. now. Yeah. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's gotten the comeback. Opportunity Detroit. Hashtag. Yeah. They don't crank call. They just call and they give compliments. No. Totally. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, so the, but that's the thing. So, so John gets on the roof, right? He makes the call. But what happens after that? That's when. That's when the the guys come to go yeah, get him. Carl, right? It's real. Hans is like, all right, you know, he hears the hears him talking, and he says, all right, guys, go up to the roof. It's the only logical place. So they go up there, guns are blazing. But who does he send? These guys, right? So he sends Carl. Yeah, he's emotional right now. Well, very, just, very emotional. Yeah. Flipped a table over, yeah. went crazy, went nuts, right? Yeah. And then now Carl brings two guys with him, right? And these two dudes look. I mean, they're they're kind of weird looking, right? For like for terrorists, right? Uh-huh. So these guys, they look like they finished eighth and ninth place in a Fabio looking contest, oh, yeah. right? You know, yeah. one's got red hair, just just taking a huge drag of the cigarette, <laughs> right? Right, and, <laughs> and, and and yeah, it's just it's kind of weird. Like why? Like why did they pick these guys? 
Yeah, and then you wonder too, like, was Carl? I made me think, like, maybe that was Carl's sweatsuit that got ruined, and he was most <laughs> mad about that because that was a nice sweatsuit, and you don't think that they had a very good relationship. No, so it, I don't get why he was so angry. Uh, interesting little side note here on those guns; those are uh, they're Stur Aug, they're Austrian-made assault rifles used in only okay. three countries, which is Australia. Austria and Ireland. Huh. So right. I would assume they're probably from Austria. You have some yeah. crazy research. Wow. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. He's just yeah. going. I know. I know. You're going off. But all right, so so what what ensues? All right. They got a bunch of guy those two guys, they're they're shooting. They're shooting their 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 load. guns. Yeah. Right. Blowing their load. Blowing their load right all, all over John. <laughs> all over the roof, right? So so they're doing that right to John. All but, over the Beckett. <laughs> and uh and, and what what happens john is still standing he's still alive like we're talking back to carl carl's brother being an idiot and just kind of doing the bad guy thing but like these guys have a sh- just horrible shots like yeah. why don't bad guys yeah. practice their craft you right they would you know you go on the gun range you know start right. doing practice yeah right? like they don't have regular jobs you know what i mean like what do they do all day yeah you're it trained is, to kill people, yeah, and, you're, and you yeah, can't right. even you're kill always people. Always training right. is yeah. your job. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's your job. He's not like the sous chef at the Mongolian barbecue. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I got to take next <laughs> week. I got to pick off. up a shift. I can't make it to the heist. <laughs> yeah. Carl, damn it, damn it, Carl, not again. Put your two weeks in already, <laughs> or yeah, just I'm quit. I'm going to. I'm going to. It's just that yeah. they, do you think you just lost one? And I'm going to say one. And they just once they find a replacement, then yeah. I'll put my notice. Yeah. Do you think you would do his full two weeks? Yeah, Carl. Yeah, like. Any of them. Like, I know. I just put my two weeks in yesterday. Like, can we do it, like, not this weekend, but the following weekend? Like, oh Can you imagine if you're a waiter and Carl's a cook and you're like, hey, uh, do you mind throwing this back on for a few minutes? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, ah! Flips it. Ah! Tries to flip the oh, shit. flat top. Shit, Carl's back there. So, so they miss all of their shots, right? Yeah, you know, They probably, shots. each, all the two dudes, they probably laid out three clips each, right? Can't even oh, yeah. hit no, them, right? And so, and so who's coming on the top? Over the top is Carl, right? Just walking all stealthy on the oh, helipad, yeah. Yeah. getting ready. And then he starts, you know, laying some rounds on John and can't even hit him, right? So it's like, you, come on, guys. If you're Carl, when you do that walk, that walk that when it's a good guy and he does that walk, he's mowing everybody down. You don't see a bad guy do that in the zone walk. Similar to like Tombstone at the end of Tombstone when yeah. – uh, when Kurt Russell <laughs> just walks across the water and, and kills a bunch of the and cowboys. He's like, no, and no! just lays into them all. Yeah. So Carl tries to do this <laughs> slow, somewhat slow walk with his gun. Gun pointed serious, right in the air. Serious yeah. face. And then just fucking misses every shot. Yeah. And you're like, you got, you know, his friends after, like, hey, uh, <laughs> Hey. Carl, what was that, man? We set him up for you. The least you can do is just yeah, get him. The man. plan was we'll drive you. Get a clutch wound. You were going to walk in from behind, and it was going to be a pretty easy. Yeah, thing. we've gone over this like five times. Yeah, we go back downstairs. And we're going to get some of the roast beef and just chill for the rest of the night. <laughs> we got him. Blow the roof. Like yeah. we talked about it. That was we fucking missed, man. Fucking missed, man. So, so I don't know if you know this, but in this scene, kind of. So the last scene, that segment that we talked about, we talked about John being a badass, right? This is the next scene where we realize John, John's even more of a badass. He, and we'll get to more of this, but John should have died. I counted. John should have died nine times wow. 
in this segment we're talking about nine times. Yikes. I don't know about you, but how many times should have you died in your lifetime, right? Just, you know, looking at your phone and walking in the middle of the street, almost a bus hit you, right? Oh, <laughs> oh this a bus g- did hit Jay, by the way. Did, did he really? Walk did you the check his phone. No, no, I, I, thought you told him. I thought you told no. him about that. That really oh, happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Mine you seriously Jay's blown all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I did. I you didn't know. tell him that story? No, no way. I, I did not. I did not. I yeah. did not hear this. Yeah, I got hit by a Detroit City bus <laughs> a year ago crossing the street going to Mad's comedy show. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't tell Maybe. anybody until after the show. You got it, you got a beer, sat down, watched no. the whole show. <laughs> you stood up, was like, oh, I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah, I just had this. I just got hit but, by tr- Yeah, it was bad. In the hospital for a couple of days. Jeez, dude. Yeah. I did not know. I did yeah. not know. But yeah. I'm good. You're He's, good now. So, but yeah, he almost like, hey, is this Jesus? A little bit? Is this yeah. uh Talking about walking on rot- water earlier. I mean, he, he's got, what do you call him? A cat, nine lives, right? Yeah. But mm-hmm. like right now, I mean, he's 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 not dying. No, he's got to be feeling pretty good too. He's like, well, maybe, you just start wondering like, am I, maybe I can't die. He's, yeah, maybe I can't. Maybe, maybe I am going to save the day. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, what happens? Oh, the, some of the best shots, the best parts there is he gets, he uses his gun twice as a tool, which was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. As uh, he gets, he blocks a fan, sneaks through the fan, which is a pretty awesome way to use it. And then he has another time where he gets into the air vents and uses it as kind of like a rope to get down in there. And I think one of the most popular scenes you'll, you, from the movie is he lights the lighter in the dark vent and he's like, "No, oh, yeah, yep. have a few drinks, have a few laughs. Right. Yeah. I thought you guys were gonna say like that was really good, Matt. Now I know nah. what a TV dinner feels oh, like. Yeah. yeah. Always time for a wisecrack. <laughs> and then they they fire up at the vents. The luck they don't hit them there. Which is probably another. That's one of the, the ninth. Time. That's the ninth uh-huh. time. Yep. In that segment, Carl. Carl missed them. And uh, that is basically where I would say we leave off with John on this episode, but then we pick up and. The police officer that's called to go to the scene is walking into a gas station buying Twinkies. Twinkies. Yeah. Officer, or was it Officer Sergeant? Al, Al Powell. Yes. Okay. He, uh, which I like about him is, you know him from Family Matters. Mm-hmm. There's a huge thing on this. I don't know if we have enough time to get into it. <laughs> Man, you guys, I don't know if how much mind-blowing. You're going to blow some minds later. Gonna, All right, next time, next time, yeah. next time. But yeah, 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 he, yeah, he buys, I counted, he buys five Twinkies and he blames it on his pregnant wife. Yeah. So I, is his wife pregnant or not? Or does he just love Twinkies? Which he's not wearing a wedding ring. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. There you go. But he's a cop, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe the cops like, don't wear a wedding Yeah, rings. maybe they don't. You know, the, the cashier was just a shithead. Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, Cal- like calling him out on, I thought you guys only eat donuts. Yeah. He's like, hey, bud, I'm a... Uh, Protecting the streets here. Yeah, don't get robbed tomorrow. I might not come. Yeah, maybe I'll be a little late. <laughs> maybe here. I'll be a little bit late when the gunman's in here. Yeah, he was a dick. And then the gas, I noticed too. I don't know if you guys saw the price of gas was seventy five cents. Oh, yeah, actually seventy four. I thought seventy four nine. Seventy four nine. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, so I was rounded up. He rounded mm-hmm. up, or did we round down? Mm-hmm. There you go. So, what was the uh, lowest gas you ever paid a gallon? I got it. I eighty eight cents somewhere like right around ninety cents. Yeah, I was gonna say ninety. It was right under a dollar, like right under a dollar. Yeah, late nineties. Yeah, but for inflation, here's what: inflation from that time to now is about double, a little more than double. So mm-hmm. gas should technically be a dollar sixty. I'd ran the inflation calculator. Damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm you know, go to Congress with that. I'm gonna go to Congress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me just. I'm just gonna do the the real fast. 
the uh, Sergeant Al Paul or Al Al Paul. Okay. So there's this theory that he's the same character his whole career in all these movies. He's in Ghostbusters as as a cop that takes the Ghostbusters in to to talk to the sheriff. Ooh, forgot about that. Then okay. he goes. So this theory says that he's he's a cop that brings him in, and then there's a Twinkie scene in Ghostbusters where he explains the marshmallow puff man with a Twinkie. And all that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then there's a Twinkie scene in this one <laughs> with him right away. And then, so the theory is, so he he freaks out in New York, goes out to L.A. to get a fresh start. And then he shoots a kid <laughs> and he's on the fritz. And then he shoots Carl and loses it. Nails it. And he talks about having a family. So he moves to Chicago where he's in family matters as a family cop. And just no. this is the same <laughs> character transcending. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that and so he good. really likes Twinkies. Yeah. 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 That is awesome. That is Nicely amazing. done. Wow. So the cops got called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we have a few moments left as usual. And um, we wanted to talk about cops got getting called on us. Yep. Yep. You guys have one that comes to mind? Uh, I have like 35. I know. You have 35? I'm like, which one so do I want to share? So I got one. I got one where I was. I don't call it. I don't narc on many people, right? You know, I figure myself as a tolerant person, but I I narked on somebody. I had an apartment, narked on them, and I'm like, come on, dude. I'm like, this is two, three in the morning, and you're blaring your music still, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, I'm. I finally put my foot down. I'm like, enough of this shit. So I call the cops. I'm like, look, this dude below me, blaring music, assholes doing whatever. You got to take care of this, right? So he comes, takes care of the cops. Come, I'm like, yes. Fuck you. Gotcha. Right. Mm-hmm. And music stops. What happens about, I don't know, two minutes later, I hear a uh, little knock on the door, on my door. Right. And he's like, yeah, um, you know, he, the guy downstairs said he was just uh, retaliating because you were making a bunch of noise. I'm like, what are you talking about? I ain't, oh. done, I ain't done anything. Oh. Right. And he's like, yeah, I heard a lot of banging from the from his ceiling, from your room. I'm like, God, what the fuck? You know, what is it? And I'm like, oh, man, it's right when I got rock band. The game. So I'm like, I got me, I'm like playing the drums. I got the kick drum, right? I'm just yeah, playing video yeah. games all day, yeah. minding my own business. And now <laughs> I realize I'm pissing this dude off down below me. And when I call the cops on Sony, ultimately is like, all right, yeah. It's, you want to play these games? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, all right, well played. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, if he found out that it was, he's like, tell us, but yeah, the pussy upstairs is playing rock band by himself again. <laughs> yeah. I want to I hear what Kate's cop story. I want to hear one of hers. You want to hear one of mine? All right. So we were in a party in the middle of the woods, right? Like way back there. Like cops aren't going to find us there, right? right? No. Cops had quads. They found us. Uh, I hid in a tree for three and a half hours. (laughs) Three and a half hours. Hours. Like Fred uh, Penner had I thing? almost fell asleep. Like I could have died. <laughs> How do you hide in a tree? You climb up a tree. Oh, you hide. Oh, you climb. And then okay, you yeah. wait there for a very long time. Like a, oh <laughs> my goodness! Keebler Elf kind of situation. There's a inside of a tree. I come from places with dense forests. So if you <laughs> climb like high enough in the tree and it's dark enough and you're wearing dark clothes, you can kind of like blend in. So they just like walk under you. I mean, they kind of like they kind of walked through because everyone's scattered. Yeah, so they're yeah. kind of trying to chase. So what I did is I went like the direction they came from, yeah, and ran up a tree That's there. Smart. And I was like, oh, worst case smart. scenario, there you go. They catch yep. me on the way out. But what are the chances of that yeah, happening? Right? <laughs> like by then they're already loaded up. They got all they can handle. So yeah. I'm just hiding in this tree for so long. I brought a bottle with me, so I was fine. There but, you go. Uh, nice. 
You're pretty mad about G.I. Joe said the best place to hide is out in the open. So, or in a tree. Okay. Or in a tree. It works. Do, do you remember when, uh, were you there that night when Billy, Billy, the airport next to the airport, his dad was remodeling that house out in the country and no. the people were out of town. I mean, we were in our early twenties. We we're like, I don't know, 23, 24 or whatever. And, uh, it was like, probably obviously you weren't there. It was like 10 of us or whatever. His dad was there, his uncle's cousin. We were just having like casual beers and it was out in the middle of the country and th- this house had like a crazy bond, like bonfire pit. So we we're just like, all right, we'll go over there, whatever. Seriously, it was like only probably 10 of us, not even, nothing too crazy. And uh, we started this massive fire out, out pretty much in the woods. Someone driving by thought the house was on fire. Oh, so man. they called the cops and we're there, we're probably 23, 24, and we're there with like 60-year-olds and it's <laughs> so oh, just looked like a sex party. Oh, it was so weird. And then like the, the cops came and they're just like, hey, what's going on? And they're like, whose house is this? And... He was remodeling it, and the people oh, are out yeah. of town. So, like, uh, he's told him the whole story. We just kind of started drinking, so it was pretty good. They called the fire department. The, awesome! The fire department came out with their. They took the hose from the fire truck and put out the fire. Oh shit! Yeah, it's harsh. Yeah, it was harsh. that was just weird. When you said boy. that when you said the country, that just reminded me of that. We got another uh, congressman <laughs> sex party out here. Was again. I know. <laughs> it was like six-year-olds and twenty-year-olds. <laughs> Yeah. All right, what you got, Matt? What you uh, got? Uh, this is the, the in, most innocent one I could think of was uh, leaving after a wedding. We had a hotel room, and we all we all went back to, uh, I think, Airport Billy's room. <laughs> and we were – he seems to be involved. Yeah, he's oh, just so. – we'll tell, the, we'll tell the, the box night real fast after this. So we're there, and um, we start making prank phone calls to other rooms in the hotel, you know? Uh-huh. And there's people like sleeping, like the people of the room, they were sleeping in the bed. We were on the couch. I was in my underwear. It was just was getting kind of weird. <laughs> and we're doing this and we're just, we're just calling rooms saying, hi, this is the front desk. We just want to let you know as courtesy, uh, this is the third adult uh-huh. movie that uh, has been rented from your room. And this is usually a red flag that maybe a child or something is playing with the remote. Yeah. And then we'd, re- we'd start yeah. reading off like movies. Yeah. Like, uh, just to confirm, did you rent the uh, Forest Hump? <laughs> and just like going through like really lame ones, and they were just like, "What?" Yeah, and we were, you know, we laugh, hang up. All of a sudden, the cops bang on the door. We're like, "Oh!" And so I'm, I go and lay on the couch like I'm sleeping, and the cops come in, and they're like, "You know, everybody up, you're all getting kicked out." And I'm like, "What? What's going on?" He's like, I know you're not sleeping. You know, come on. He's like, well, "Let me see your ID," and I'm like, "I'm straight up in my underwear." And I had a different. I had my own hotel room down the hall. <laughs> And I'm like, Perfect. oh, let me go back to my room and get my ID for you. Uh-huh. And I start walking down there. I notice that they went back in the room, and I just ran to my room and closed the <laughs> <Yeah>. door. <laughs> and I watched through the eye hole as they walked, uh, like, six of my friends out of the lobby, and I'm just yeah. watching. I'm like, yes. That's perfect. The idea that the parents come and pick them up is, like, three or four in the morning. <laughs> but Well played. Well played. The best, the best, which wasn't mine, is uh, Airport Billy. He loses a bet when we're drinking one night. That he has to wear an empty case of beer oh, on his head God. and be called the beer night. Yeah. And he has to go and buy beer with this <laughs> empty case on his head. So he goes to 7-Eleven. Oh, He's doing right it. We're, next to him. We're, we're in the car watching, you know, and laughing and everything like that. And then we see these cop cars pull up, sweep in next to yeah. us. And they have their guns drawn. And airport Billy walks out with a case of beer and just gets tackled to the oh, ground. Slammed. A cop drove by and thought it was getting robbed. Yeah, oh, he spent the night in jail for wearing a mask in public. I, I left like um, not even like forty seconds before he walked out, and I was just like, 
walking out to go to the car because he was just being an idiot in there. I was just laughing. And then I like look over to my side. I see three cops with their like guns out like that. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. what is going on? We took the and beer. Then, <laughs> then I like go to the car. I'm like waving to Billy by the airport. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Take it off, take it off. And then he, he was walking out with a case of beer and he just gets body slammed. We grabbed the beer. We grabbed the beer I have one house. question yeah. though. How many times have people robbed that liquor store wearing a box to <laughs> yeah, the point where yeah. it caused that sort of reaction from the cops? Oh, yeah, <laughs> right. It was a cop driving by too. It wasn't even the 7-Eleven guy. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a yeah. box man. It's Tackle him. Night. It's the beer night. Yeah. The, the 7-Eleven guy kept saying to him, he's like, sir, you got to take, you got to take that off. I can't sell you with a mask. You can't come. That's basically and he a was mask. Talking night. And he was talking like night. I shall night you. <laughs> and he like kept going to a show like that and this guy's it's like it's right before two o'clock in the morning too it was it was like at like 155 yeah. he's like dude seriously get out of here the best like, part one of the cops that arrested him was a neighbor yeah and then yeah. he knew him and the guy yeah. still got arrested, <laughs> still got arrested. yeah it's fucking airport billing oh, we all right <laughs> that is our time guys thanks for listening we had a great time we'll see yeah. you on our next episode see ya peace